John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. And guess what? Isotope offers one free month of Music Production Suite Pro, which has all the tools you need to mix, master, and repair audio. Also, you can get 10% off all other software using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All of this is at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. We'd also like to thank our newest sponsor, Self-Care Non-Alcoholic Beer by Three Magnets Brewing Company. Helping creative people foster a healthier relationship with alcohol since 2020. They're now shipping to 41 states via drinkselfcare.com. Want to help us help them help you? Go to drinkselfcare.com and use promo code HIGAIN. That's H-I-G-H-G-A-I-N to get 15% off your first order. Self-care, because sometimes you want a beer, but also don't. Hey, it's me, Eddie Peterson. Oh, hey, Ed. It's What's me. What's going on? Johnny Kiltica. Johnny? Yeah. You don't like Johnny? No. Really? No. There's a actual look on your face. You're not into Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> high Gain Podcast. Yeah, High Gain. West Seattle. Ta- talking about names. Guitars. Guitars, amps, <laughs> stuff like that. We don't need to get into it right now. Maybe off air or something. Yeah. But there's clearly some old, old drama with John Kilteca and being called Johnny in his youth. I never was. No? I was called lots of other things. <laughs> since that's my weird. initials are JFK. Yeah. Everybody's parents called me John John. Oh. You know. That's great. JFK Jr. Yeah. Nobody ever called me Jack. Jack is just weird in a standard abbreviating a name sort of way. Getting Ed. 
from Edward. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can dig that. Getting Ned from Edward? That's weird. Or getting Ted from Edward. Weird. Yeah. It's name talk here at the High Gain Podcast. Name talk. Peggy? Yeah. What's that from? Pegadith? <laughs> Pegadith. Yeah. Megadeth Pegadith? Yeah. <laughs> Beverages, John. Free form. That was classic John, just gripping it and ripping it style. Yep. You want the wild John John Kilteca in nature <laughs> playing guitar? Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's what you get. That was through... Tasty. Ooh. That was great. Wow, thanks. Yeah. Try the chicken. Yeah. We're going to talk about Duesenberg guitars today, Ed. Okay. But we should mention that that was going through the Shooksan fuzz from our good friend Dan over there at Spun Loud Effects. Dan knows his way around some dirt pedals. Oh, hell yeah. So everybody, check out the Shook Sand Fuzz. Spunloud.com. Yeah, spunloud.com. Hey, Ed. Yeah. What are you drinking? Oh, I got a coffee. Ooh. It's a black coffee in a crow mug again. You have something else? I got a self-care non-alcoholic beer from our good friends at Three Magnets Brewing. Our cool best friend sponsors. Yeah, you probably heard about them at the beginning of the show. Yeah. I got a Palisade Pale. Ooh. That's how fresh it is. We call that a freshie. Yeah, a freshie. Yeah, they're great. I've had these a bunch. So it's like not a surprising flavor in my mouth hole. It's a familiar mouth hole flavor, but not surprising. Mouth feel. Yeah, I'm loving it. I think it's going to get me just right. Smooth me out for this episode. Those guys are great. Yeah. Good friends there at Three Magnets. Yeah. We haven't met them, but they're good friends. They're our best friends. What do you got? I have an Olipop. This one is an orange squeeze sparkling tonic. Yeah. You had one of these a week or two ago. I'm really into their branding. When a company has very on-point typography and logo and artwork, it always makes me a little sus. A little sus? Yeah, that's what the kids say. Sus? Yeah. It's delicious. I don't know. The look and feel of that is so good. There's something suspicious. There's something going on with these guys. Olipop, it's the meth. What we have here yeah. is a Duesenberg guitar. It is a thin line hollow body. Have we done a Duesenberg? We have not done a Duesenberg. It's got one F hole, yeah. two Duesenberg designed P90s, volume and tone, and a pickup selector that's along the lines of the Tele Blade. This thing sounds great. I picked it up and I played it, and it plays great. Here's a hook to get you in. Okay. You've got a Baronic. Yeah. A lot of people have Baronics. Love it. You know the tremolos he uses? Sure. Goldos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are made by Goldo. Mm-hmm. A company founded by... John John Duesenberg. John John... No, Dieter Goldsdorf. 
<laughs> okay. Old Dieter. He invented the Goldo trim. So Dieter yeah. invented the Goldo trim. He founded this company. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. By the time we're done, you're going to find out that Dieter had his hands in a lot of pies. Oh, my guy Dieter? Old Dieter there from Hanover, Germany. Yeah. He's got lots of ideas, okay. and he just follows the ideas. And then in their wake... Chaos. I don't know if he sells the companies or what, but mm -hmm. his ideas spawn little companies. Okay, I'm trying to put this in a time frame because those Goldo trims feel very like today design. Yeah, those are current. That would make me think, oh, this dude is like 75, 80 years old. Yeah, he's like 70. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so Dusenberg is a modern company. Yeah. I don't know anything Not about Not to this. be confused. Yeah, with. Dusenberg. Right, what is this? This is a Duesenberg. Yeah. And what's the other one? The other company you should not confuse it with is Duesenberg. Do they also make guitars? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they make cars. Yeah, well, I'm not confusing those two. Okay, good. There was a car company founded by two German brothers. Sure. Named Duesenberg. Yeah. They were living in America when they did this. Got it. In 1929, they made the Model J Duesenberg car. 265 horsepower straight eight engine and i don't know what that even means a v8 a v6 right the number is number of pistons the pistons are the thing that oh. go up and down right yeah. and i'm doing that in a v shape yeah i see that like cheerleading yeah a straight eight is in a row in a v8 it can be shorter because the pistons are side by side right and in a straight eight they are in a line Got it. I just learned something. That's some car talk with Ed and John. That Model J of 1929 has been called one of the most luxurious, prestigious American passenger cars ever made. Yeah, they're pretty sick. It went for, imagine this, Great Depression. Lay it on me. $20,000. <laughs> 1929. That's probably... $284,000. $346,000. Like, not terrible. The only people buying that shit are movie stars. Yeah. I went down an interesting rabbit hole because of these cars. Can you do me a favor? Yes. Can we just not even mention this guitar again in the whole episode? And can we just talk about Duesenberg cars? Uh, no. Okay. The rabbit hole I went down was linguistic. Apparently, those cars mm -hmm. and Duesenberg guitars mm -hmm. are known as doozies. Mm. And there was some discussion about whether or not the term doozy came from the cars. Mm -hmm. Doozy as defined as the extraordinary example of something. Turns out that's not the case. The word predates the Duesenberg automobile, but mm -hmm. not by much. It's a doozy. Yeah. It's against that backdrop of conspicuous luxury and Ooh, design yeah. refinement. Oh, yeah. That our man Dieter gets into the guitar business. Yeah. How does this happen? I mean, he's a classy dude. Well, Dieter's hanging out with old Matthias Jabs. Scorps. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's 1978. Okay. Yeah, Matthias Jabs is telling Dieter, man, my guitar goes out of tune all the time. Mm-hmm. I got to do the whammy because I'm Matthias Jabs. Right. Scorps, baby. You think I'm not going to do dive bombs? Can you help me out with this, Dieter? Right. Dieter's like, let me see if I can come up with something. So Dieter thinks, let's lock down that nut. You screw that down, those strings aren't going anywhere. Now we've got to figure out a way to lock down the bridge. Okay, cool. I think I got it. Here you go, Jabsy. Jabsy's like, yeah, but if it's all locked down, what if the string's stretch and it goes out of tune? Yeah. So then Dieter's like, oh, I should put some fine tuners back there. 
Did he make the Floyd Rose? This was pre. He's not copying anybody. Okay. Did they patent that? He did. It was called the Rockinger True Tone Tremolo System. Who went after that? Kramer. Oh. Early Kramers had it. Okay. Dieter's rolling in the dough at that point. Kramer remarkets it as the Eddie Van Halen Tremolo System. So Eddie was using it as well? He was. Okay. That was Eddie's go-to tram system until it wasn't. Oh, no. Because at some point, Kramer switched over to Floyd Rose. What you described sounds like a Floyd Rose. Yeah. Floyd Rose's implementation was maybe more refined. Different enough to bypass patent laws. Or maybe it worked better. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So based on that kind of success, Dieter's like, hey, I want to try another first. I'm going to make guitar kits. Okay. Nobody had thought to do that. What year is this? 1983. You huh. can buy from Rockinger. Body and neck. The whole tuners, thing. Make pickups. your own guitar. Yeah. Nobody had done it. Order whatever parts you want. Make it yourself. It's great. That's Dieter. Head of the game. Yeah. 1986. Uh-huh. Now Dieter's thinking about those Duesenberg cars and the doozy idea. Okay. And he's thinking, yeah, Duesenberg is synonymous with quality, high-end, luxurious, conspicuous consumption. I'm going to make guitars, and that's what I'm going to call them. Okay. I found out that old Dieter calls himself Atze Rockinger. It's German. Atze means, like, brother, bro. So Atze Rockinger makes guitars called Duesenbergs. The first one he makes is called the Star Player TV. It is essentially what you're looking at here except single cut. TV yellow? It came in all different colors. I don't know okay. why he called it the, the TV. Hey, that's Dieter. Yeah, lock him down on naming conventions. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. What is it? Say it again. Star Player TV. Yeah. At this point, he renames Rockinger, the company, Goldo. And those are the people that are around to this day making the trams. And he still owns it? I think he's still affiliated with it. We haven't lost him. No, he's still doing stuff. Love it. Semi-hollow, two pickups, a tram arm on it. This one has a trapeze bridge, no mm -hmm. tram arm. This one's fully hollow, but you get the idea. And he must have enough of a push behind it that sales start increasing dramatically. He makes a Ron Wood signature model. Mm -hmm. Eventually, Mike Campbell from Tom Petty gets yeah. a signature model, blue with like a racing stripe down the middle. You've said it a few times that he's in Germany. Yeah. But he seems like the kind of dude who would be hanging out with, like, rockers on Sunset Strip. Otzo like, Rockinger? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but maybe that scene existed in Germany? If you look at Hasselhoff, oh my sure, God. man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know some of the early kits you could buy, the Rockinger guitar kits, mm -hmm. were kind of like pointy butt rock style. Mm -hmm. He sounds like he's closely associated with a lot of metally hairbandy kind of dudes and then he's making these hollow bodies that is not what you associate with that crew so what we're looking at here Ed, is five ply binding top and bottom neck and headstock these Duesenberg domino p90 pickups mm -hmm. thing that's cool about this do you see the surrounds on these pickups the pickup rings yep Underneath the pickup, on the bottom edge of it, is another screw. You see that extra screw? Yes. That adjusts the angle of the pickup to be more in line with the strings. Got it. That's kind of a unique touch. Yeah. Dieter's thinking about stuff. For sure. That totally makes sense because you can get the pickups at the exact right angle. Yeah. 
And this bridge looks like a regular Gibson-style bridge, right? Mm -hmm. The two posts on either side of the bridge go through the top where they meet a kind of wishbone shape. Does it go to the back? goes to the back to increase sustain, and it is also said to decrease feedback. Yeah. And this back is bird's eye maple. I'm not the fancy wood guy, but the back of that thing looks really great. Antique violin finish. This model is called the Fullerton. Hey. Why is that? George Fullerton? Well, in 2004, Mm -hmm. Dieter? Mm -hmm. In 2004, Duesenberg opens up a Fullerton, California location. That's cool. So this guitar I'm holding is not German. It's American. U.S. made. This Fullerton is from 2012. And the serial number is engraved on a steel plate. Sure, of course. Dieter. Yeah. Designed everything on this. Pickups are his. The knobs are his. Everything. And you see a recurring theme throughout this. You see the pick guard is scooped out three times. Yep. Like steps going down. Very art deco. Three steps. Step, step, step. Yep. And then that knob. Concentric steps. Mm. And then the headstock. Yep. And the logo. That's Dieter's nod to wanting to be, I'm doing air quotes here, three steps ahead of the competition. Uh Uh-huh. That's great. Yeah. No notes, Dieter. I've got no notes on your branding and iconography. It's a cool headstock design. I actually don't hate it at all. Maybe hearing why it's the three steps makes me a little eye-rolly. These guitars are all plecked. Oh, okay. Little review for the viewers. Uh-huh. A pleck machine is a CNC machine that measures the neck and the frets on a guitar with a feeler gauge down to like the one one hundredth of a millimeter. And then it figures out which frets are high, which ones are low, which ones aren't uh, crowned properly. Once it assesses that, you tell it what you want it to do and hit the button and it goes through and it crowns and levels all the frets more detailed than the human eye. Sure. And that's part of the reason this thing plays so well. It sounds and plays awesome. Well, let's hear it. Yeah, okay. Clean. Let's go clean in the middle, volume up. I'll put the tone in the middle. You know what's cool about that, by the way? No. The knobs are aluminum knobs. Mm -hmm. There's like a channel cut into the side of the knob, which makes it real easy to feel where it is instead of guessing. Smart design touches like that are awesome. This is middle. Lovely. Let's go as bassy and necky as we can. Let's see how bridgey this thing gets. I like how kind of utilitarian this is. Tone and volume and three-way switch, it is what it is. Hollow, semi-hollow style. Yeah. Do they sell just through their websites? They have dealers. Okay. Yeah. There are people that carry them. Sure. But this thing does sound good. Who's playing these right now? Bob Dylan. Oh. Joe Walsh. Yep. Chris Cornell. John Mayer. 
He's got a lot of Rolexes. He's got a lot of collectible watches. He's big in the watch game. You know, this kind of fanciness? Yes. I can see Dylan doing this. Weirdly, I can too. Glenn Fry, 100%. You want the outlier? You want the weirdy guy that plays these? Yeah, who? Elvis Costello. He's another one of those that plays a lot of different things yeah. these days. Yeah. So in 2012, when this one was made, Ed, what were you paying for it? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, sure you do. You see the appointments. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Just a wild round number, three grand. 3,479. Yeah. In 2012. Yeah. In today dollars. Yeah. That's $4,489. I wonder if they've kept up with inflation. A current kind of baseline price. Yeah. Is about four. I suppose that differs depending on what model you're looking at. It's a fancy, clearly high quality guitar. And that's just not my thing. <laughs> quality? No thanks. The thing I notice is a lot of the things that count as craft yeah, just seem showy, ostentatious to yeah. me. There is a metal Duesenberg D badge on the upper horn. Mm -hmm. I could just do without it. And then likewise, there's what looks like a plate that goes along the top edge of the pickguard, which is otherwise a kind of black pickguard with an understated gold pinstripe. You know, stuff like that. So yep. it makes you wonder, like, could you call up Duesenberg and be like, hey, I love the guitar. I love how it plays. Can you make me one without all that stuff? You gotta try it. Try and decide. Is it hello or goodbye? Fire tonight. Hey, Ed. Yeah. It's a thin line. Mm-hmm. It's a double cutaway. Mm -hmm. It's finished in antique violin. Yeah. Two humbuckers. Plays beautifully. Mm -hmm. Buy or deny. Hard pass on this guitar, John. Because of the ostentatiousness? 100%. And I generally don't know that I throw the price thing into my brain. But like, this is a $4,000 guitar that looks like a $4,000 guitar. Plays like a $4,000 yeah. guitar. But no. I think that's the weird thing about it. I don't know. How many people aren't buying this because of how showy it is? They just think it's too fancy, and so they're going to pass. No thanks. Looking at the website, I'm, I kind of was thinking, oh, I'm just going to hate everything on the website. And that is not the case. You know, we do this a lot. Mm -hmm. You come in hot at the beginning <laughs> of every episode. You're like, hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Inevitably. I warm up to stuff. If not the entire guitar, then there's aspects of it mm -hmm. that you come to appreciate. Oh, for sure. Where'd you get this guitar from, John? This comes from our friends over there at Thunder Road Guitars. Thunderroadguitars.com. That's the one. We'll put pictures of this up and you, the viewers, can decide for yourself. We're both denies just because I guess we're just not that fancy. For some dude, this is the perfect guitar. And for that dude, go play that guitar. John and Ed, yeah. yucking someone's yum. It's nope. not our thing. Nope. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. go to our website. Please. Thehighgain.com. Go to Instagram. Go to Facebook. Twitter. 
all the socials. Who are our corporate overlords? We are proud members of the Ruinous Media Network of Music Podcasts. That's awesome. You like music? Yeah. All right, then. Okay. That's all you need to know. Fair enough. Yeah. Until next time, Ed. You did a great job this time, John. You did a great job this time. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye.